Welcome to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife with Connie and Barry Strom. Your hosts are here to speak the words of the spirits and answer your questions. Now, here are Connie and Barry. Hey, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife. I'm Barry Strom, your host, and I will be using my gift of spirit communication to spread your knowledge of the afterlife to anyone that's willing to open their minds and to listen. And I'm Connie Strom, your co-host. Our goal in this show is to bring you as much information about what happens after death and in the spirit world as possible. Today, we're going to be speaking with archangels. We'll channel the words of Archangel Michael, the angel of protection, Raphael, the angel of healing, and Azrael, the angel that assists your soul when you die. Now, when we begin to channel, I will be speaking the words of the archangels. We... We have been channeling archangels now for several years, and in fact, I'm working on a book of their messages that's going to be available in the near future. We currently have a YouTube channel. It's in my name, Barry Strome, and we have almost 370 videos up on it. There are a bunch of videos where we do channel the archangels. Now, I know many of you out there are saying there's no way you can do this, but there is, and to date, I think we have videos from at least eight different archangels on the channel. We will also welcome suggestions for future shows. Our email is exploringtheafterlife2023 at gmail.com. So please send your suggestions or comments to that address. Next week, we will be exploring evil energies. Our guest will be a famous exorcist, the Reverend Sean Whittington. He has some amazing stories, and I guarantee it will be very in, a very interesting show. So please tell your friends about it. Whenever we're speaking with the Spirit, or as we do on this show, Archangels, Barry will be speaking the words of the Spirit energies, and I will be asking the questions. Okay, Connie. I have been looking forward to this one myself. Hope everything goes well. And I'd love to spend as much time channeling the angels as we can. So why don't we just begin with Archangel Michael? Michael, welcome. For, thank you so much for coming back. Would you explain to our listeners what exactly is an archangel? An archangel is is an angelic spirit that has served God through the ages. Through the service, we advance in God's eyes, just the same as a human soul advances through multiple lifetimes and advances in the realms of heaven. An archangel is different. We are universal energies. We have many angels that help us with what we do. And through the ages, we have become accustomed to doing different things. I've found that I've been very good through the years at protecting people. So when there's individuals that need protection, perhaps from an evil energy, you pray to me. And if it is not doing anything adverse to your life plan, I will attempt to step in and try to offer you protective energies. You see, there are times that we can help and there are times that we cannot. 
there are times that you need to learn to protect yourselves. For instance, a life plan may have tests in which evil energies are involved. And you must learn to protect yourself from those energies. But an archangel is a top-rated angel, just the same as perhaps you have top-rated athletes. But we do what we can to protect others. Okay, so you're on God's varsity team. Uh, What is a guardian angel? The concept of a guardian angel is much different. We can be guardian angels in respect in that I protect you from bad things happening. But it is also possible that spirits can act as protective energies as well. For instance, your father may be on the other side, and he sees that you're heading for a danger. He can perhaps put a message into your mind telling you not to do it, or he can have an effect on the actions that are about to take place. Guardian angels can be, as I said, soul energies. It can be other angels that are in the area and become aware of your situation. So you will find that it is not necessarily simply angelic energies that can protect you. Your family members are on the other side, and they are generally watching very closely. And it can be those energies that can step in and help protect you as well. I've had proof of that twice, once from Barry's dad and once from my dad. Okay, is there such a thing as an evil or fallen angel? No, there's no such thing as an evil angel. The ancients tried to define evil energies. They would call that energy Satan. They thought that all energies were similar in those days. And the only way that they could describe it was that God had thrown an angel out of heaven because of of its evil deeds. I can assure you that all angels are good. All All angels are positive energies. Angelic angels are in heaven. Evil energies do not exist in heaven. They are basically earthbound. They are very, very real. Now, I know next week you will be having an individual that helps exercise evil energies, and his stories will be very true. Evil energy is a reality, but not in heaven. So what is Satan if he's not a fallen angel? Satan is the personification of evil energies. Satan 
is imaginary. He does not exist. There is no evil energy in a red suit and a pitchfork that runs around and, and stabs people with bad energies. But people think of evil energies as Satan. Satan is definitely not a fallen angel. Is there any way to prove that angels exist? That can be very difficult for individuals. Angels have the ability to, to appear in many, many different forms to people. Sometimes we appear as an angelic form. Sometimes we may even appear as a homeless person on the street to test to see whether you would really stop and help. We may be a person that would assist you crossing the street so that you're not hit by an automobile. You see, angels basically have unlimited abilities. Angels can appear in a form that you fully recognize them. I know that Barry has seen Raphael in his angelic form. We have appeared to you in forms that you do not realize we have been there. Sometimes we will go out of our way to make sure that you understand that you really have seen an angel. But in most instances, it, it will not be obvious to you. How does the energy of a spirit guide differ from that of an angel? What you have to understand is that angels have never lived incarnate lives. Angels have been around since creation, and they've served God since that time, billions of years. Spirit guides have generally lived incarnate lives and have served God in those incarnate lives, and because of it, have, have advanced in the realms of heaven. And because of all the lessons that they've learned in those lives, they've been selected to act as spirit guides when they're on the other side. So there's really no similarity between soul energies and angelic energies. What exactly is your role as an archangel? I try to protect people. Now, that can take many, many different forms. It might be that an individual is going to be struck by an automobile. I may send an angel back to help lead that person across the street. It may be that an, an individual is going to succumb to evil energies. And those evil energies would lead them away from his life plan. I would send an angel back to assume a human form and to give him information to help lead him away from that evil energies. Now, you see a key to having me intervene in your lives is to pray to me so that I know 
from what you need protected. Now, many people will wait until they're about to face perhaps a very evil energy. Perhaps they are fighting in a war. And they would say, out of fear, Michael, protect me. I would hear that, and I would try to do my best, assuming that it doesn't go against the life plan. But what I would recommend is that you build a relationship with an archangel or multiple archangels. Now, through the years, we have done many different things. I have found that I was quite adept at protecting people. I found in times of war that I could have an effect by saving some people's lives so that they could carry out good things in the, in the future. I found that I could best serve God by protecting individuals from evil, from harm, sometimes protecting them from themselves. There are times that individuals feel they should com commit suicide and take their own lives. I would try to protect them from that terrible decision, and I would try to lead them to solving their problems rather than prematurely ending a life plan. There are times that I can do other things as well, and there are times that I work with other archangels. But I think that pretty well sums up what my abilities are. So how does your role differ from other archangels? Well, you are about to talk with Raphael. He is very adept at healing people. I'm adept at protecting indi individuals. And you will be speaking with Azrael. He is very adept at helping souls pass from incarnate lives and transitioning into the realms of heaven. You see, there are many, many archangels, and there are many, many different roles that they play. It is very difficult to truly understand just how complicated and how many angels are available. You will have to pass on to this side to truly understand that. We've been told that many times. How is it possible for an angel to protect someone? You see, we have the ability to see the future, to see the past. We also have the ability to access an individual's life plans. So you see, we understand. We know how that individual is meant to lead its life. We do, we do what we can. We have incredible energies. We can come to you in dreams. We can appear to you in multiple forms. 
There are indeed many things that we can do. And it is best that a human just simply understands the miracles that angels can perform. There are many out there that feel that there is no way that angels can exist. Well, I would tell you that you are very, very wrong. I would tell you that there are many, many angels, and we are simply here to help. What is the best way for someone to come to you? Pray. Prayer is the universal messenger. We hear prayers that are directed to us. God hears all prayers. Whenever you have a conversation with God or an angelic energy, those words are heard. Those prayers may not possibly be answered. They may conflict with your life plan. But it is always through prayer that is the best way to communicate with anyone on the other side. So do you always come to anyone that asks for you? We hear all words. That does not mean that we can come to you. If you are asking for something that is contrary to your life plan, perhaps your life plan required that you suffer from an illness. We can try to ease your suffering, but it is an act that must be fulfilled in order that your life plan is fulfilled. Do you provide protection to a person who doesn't ask for it? Yes. You see, there, there is no way, since you cannot see the future, that you can anticipate a danger. Many individuals are sent back with great things to do. And in that case, there is no way that they can ask for the protection that is required. Is it possible for you to provide protection to an atheist? Yes, we can even do that because it is possible that the future of that life plan has great things for that atheist. An atheist can always believe, but if he's not protected, it may not be possible to do so. Okay, thank you, Michael. Uh, We'd stick around in case somebody has a question later in the show because we're going to take some phone calls. It's time to take a short break. Thank you for tuning in to our show. We'll be back in two minutes, and then we will channel with Archangel Raphael. Connie and Barry will be back after a few words from our sponsors. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Is death the end of the journey of the soul or a time of new beginnings? Is there proof of an afterlife? What would historic figures say if they lived today? Psychic and channeler Barry Strom uses his gift of spirit communication to answer these questions and explore all aspects of the hereafter. Have all the information necessary not to fear life's final journey. Tune in to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife with Connie and Barry Strom. Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Psychic and author Barry Strom has now published nine books dealing with supernatural subject from ghosts to aliens. His most recent books, Messages of God and Messages of the Prophet Muhammad for a Modern World, bring you the channeled messages of the founders of Christianity and Islam. Their words are intended to guide their followers through these modern times. These books are available in softcover and ebook on Amazon.com. Signed copies of all of Strom's books are available on his website, www.barrystrom.com. Welcome back to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife. Here are your hosts, Connie and Barry Strom. Okay, everyone, welcome back. We're now going to begin to channel with Archangel Raphael. Connie? Raphael, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Uh, let's start out with how does your role, how do you see your role different from that of Michael's? People generally pray to me when they need a type of healing. If, if it is possible, I can help people to, to heal. Now, it is not my energies that do the healing, but the energy of God, because God does all things. God allows us to intervene. But in many instances, it is possible that injuries or sicknesses can be healed. So when people ask for healing, they will generally ask for me. When people want protection, they will generally ask for Michael. There are times that we can actually work together. But the whole key is is asking. Okay, so you are the angel to pray to if you have physical issues. Yes. Physical issues, you want to ask for me. I am the one that generally can help if help can be given. Is there any reason why you cannot help a person? Yes. There are times that the request goes against their life plan. I heard Michael touch upon it, but you all come back with predefined life plans. Those life plans have lessons that you need to learn, and those life, life plans are can be quite intricate. There are times that you must learn. For instance, you have seen individuals sent back with great physical disabilities. Those individuals actually chose that before they returned because those are lessons that they need to learn. If you prayed to me to help those individuals, I would not be able to do so because that is a life that they need to live and we cannot intervene in those life plans. There are times that it is possible that an individual will have different times in their life plans of passing. 
they may get ill and that illness would lead to their first time of passing, but that individual has lived a good life to date and God wants him to continue until perhaps his second or third time of passing is allocated in the life plan. I know that sounds a bit complicated, but in those instances, we will intercede and perform miracles. We interceded with Barry when we cured his heart attack because he had much to do yet. That, that was a time of possible passing for them. But when he saw me, he knew that I had healed his heart attack. And as you see, he has much more to do. So there is no fixed rules concerning this. Could you please explain the process by which you help people? What we do is we direct the healing energies of God. I have the ability to do that. Other angels have the same abilities as well. When it is time to perform a miracle, then I can direct his energies. If he does not want that individual to be healed because of the reasons of which I talked earlier, then we will perhaps try to make the individual suffer less, but he will still have to go through the act that was allocated in his life plan. How many archangels are there? There are many of us. I know that in the list you probably can see around 25 or 30, but there are actually hundreds of archangels. You see there are many archangels that just simply assist others. There are archangels that are specific in their duties, and there are so many archangels that humans have never become aware of that are out there doing things. There are angels of learning. There are many, many examples. There are angels that teach children to walk, teach children to learn. There are just simply too many archangels to be, to be described, and that is probably the reason why only a few are known. How did the angels get their names? The ancients would give them names. They did not realize who or what was going on. Many of the ancients actually would see this form of an angel. So they knew that we existed. They didn't understand we existed in multiple forms. But they would do their best to give them names. They knew that angels were of God. That is why most of them end, have the ending Ariel or AEL. They understood that angels performed God's will, but they truly had no idea. The names were very arbitrary. When we're on other planets, we have different names, and we are called by many names on this planet. How long have angels been around? Angels have been around for billions and billions of years since creation. Understand your soul energies have been around for billions of years as well, because energy can neither be created nor destroyed. 
but angels have been around since creation. How do you go about becoming an archangel? You serve God to the best of your ability, just the same as human souls serve God to the best of their ability to advance in the realms of heaven. Archangels, it takes many more years of service, but it is very possible to come close to God as we have done. Do you help individuals on other planets? Absolutely. We are on many planets. We have energies that you will never understand till you come to the other side. But yes, we do help individuals on other planets. So when you appear for someone, what form do you usually take? Generally, I will appear simply as a white angel. That's what people are most familiar with. It's the form most of them know. I can take multiple colors. Sometimes I will appear as a purple light or maybe a red light or just simply a bright, clear light. You never know how I will appear. (laughs) How do people know when you are with them? Generally, you will feel my energy. You may see a form in your mind or you will realize you've been cured. That is the most wonderful way to know that I've been with you. Indeed. What would you tell a person that does not believe in angels? I would tell them that they better start to believe that we are very real. I cannot imagine living a life where did you not understand the true energies of God or did not understand that angels are simply here to help. Okay, Raphael, thank you very much. We don't have a whole lot of time, so we're going to start talking to Archangel Azrael. Many of you may not have heard of him, but he plays an incredibly important role. Thank you, Azrael, for coming and joining our party. Uh, You're sometimes referred to as the Angel of Death. How did you get that name? Well, ancients did not understand. Ancients did not understand the concept of death or the concept of what their soul does upon dying. Ancients, keep in mind, were told many things that aren't true. They were told that there is a hell that they go to. It's a place of burning torture. They knew knew that there was an interaction at passing, but they never truly understood it. My role is assisting the soul at the time of passing. You see, many people die suddenly. They don't understand what's taking place around them. They have absolutely no concept of coming forward. They have no idea what heaven really is. Many souls are shocked at time of death. Sometimes death comes very suddenly and they don't, ex- and they don't expect it to happen. A good example is when you talk to John Lennon. In his interview, he told you that all of a sudden he was looking down at his body and he realized that somebody had killed him. There's great frustration for the soul at death. I or my helpers are there to try to explain what is taking place. We will lead the soul into the realms. We will take them to their guides. We will help tell them what's going to happen. You see, without 
having an angel at time of passing. Many spirits would simply refuse to enter the realms because of the confusion that is taking place. When you move into the dimension of heaven, everything changes, and it is very, very difficult for that incarnate soul. So how does your role differ from that of Michael and Raphael? Michael and Raphael will try to keep you alive. I am there for when your time of passing has come and your soul has left your incarnate body. Once your soul leaves that incarnate body, everything changes. And Michael and Raphael try to keep you in the incarnate plane as long as possible. But when your time is there, I will be there to help. What do you tell a person that has just died? I tell them that their time of passing has come, that now it is time to enter heaven. I tell them that their family members are waiting for them. I tell them that they are about to enter this miraculous place. I tell them not to feel frustration that they've left. I tell them that they will be able to see their, those that they left behind suffering in grief. I tell them that we will try to do the best to calm that grief, but it is a very, very difficult time for those that have been left behind. They will have questions, and I will try to answer those questions. I will tell them what is about to take place, and I will just simply do what I can to make the transition from an incarnate life to their everlasting soul life as easy as possible. How do you treat an evil soul that has just died? I tell them that their time of passing has now come. I tell them that they will have to now speak with their guides and that they will face the things that they have done in their life. I will tell them that what will take place is the result of their own actions. I will tell them that there are many levels of heaven that they will never see because of what they did in their lives. I will tell them that they will face a time of judgment, and it will be up to God how they are judged for all of the evil and grief that they have caused. I will explain to them that they will have to pay the karma for what they did in that incarnate life. And I will try to answer questions for them. But I will tell them that they will not have the freedom of movement that other souls have. And I will escort them to their guides. At that point, their guides will tell them their judgment. And I will leave and allow God to handle the rest of the situation. What happens if a very evil person dies and decides that they don't want to enter heaven and be judged? We will not allow a soul to remain earthbound and enjoy its time until it passes into the realms. 
in the case of a very, very evil soul, we do not give them the option of removing, of remaining in an incarnate plane. We will see that they are immediately delivered to their guides. You see, a truly evil person has very few choices. They are going to pay the karma for what they did. We will not allow a truly evil person or a person that has done many evil deeds to avoid the time of judgment. Judgment is real and it is something that they will have to endure. So what do you tell a soul who's not evil, but they don't want to, re- they want to remain earthbound? We allow them to do that for a period of time. You see, there's no time over here. So if they want to remain in a place where they're comfortable, we really don't see a problem with it. We know there'll be a time in the future where we'll assist and we'll lead them to their judgment. We tell them that they need not fear. We We will have a good idea of how they live their lives, and we will not mislead them. Can you force a soul to enter the realms? In the case of very evil people, we can do this. Hey, there are hundreds of thousands of people dying each day. How can you help so many people? We have energies that you will never understand until you return into the, into the heaven plane. But we also have many, many angels that also assist. Those angels can assist many, many people worldwide. The miracle of the energies that we have is something that is totally indescribable. And there's no way that you will understand our true abilities until you return. What happens in a near-death experience and the soul has to return? The soul will be, will be greeted before it enters the realms. It will, there will be a form. It could be the form of their parents, their family. could be an angel. could be a form they've never seen. But it will explain to them that they still have much to do and that they are not allowed at this time to return. They will be informed that God wants them to return and that it is not their time to enter the realms. As we spoke earlier, there are multiple times of passing in a life plan and that they should return. And they will have their time that they will be allowed to enter the realms. And it will be a time of great joy. How is a human's time of death determined? There are multiple points of a life plan where a human can face its death, depending on how it is following that life plan. Does a life plan ever have the soul die in the womb? A life plan doesn't, but things can go wrong. There can be physical problems where the child will die in the in the womb when an abortion takes place it shortens the life plan and that poor soul has to go back and repeat the entire plan of the life of how it will return the lessons it must learn and all that it must suffer okay time for another short break we'll be opening the phone lines when we return the number is 866-472-5788 this is your chance to speak with an angel And we'll be right back. 
Connie and Barry will be back after a few words from our sponsors. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Psychic and author Barry Strom has now published nine books dealing with supernatural subject from ghosts to aliens. His most recent books, Messages of God and Messages of the Prophet Muhammad for a Modern World, bring you the channeled messages of the founders of Christianity and Islam. Their words are intended to guide their followers through these modern times. These books are available in softcover and ebook on Amazon.com. Signed copies of all of Strom's books are available on his website, www.barrystrom.com. Connect with us, and we'll connect with you. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on LinkedIn. Get the first word about happenings with the network, where our next live event will be, and what's up with our hosts. Look up Voice America on LinkedIn. Is death the end of the journey of the soul, or a time of new beginnings? Is there proof of an afterlife? What would historic figures say if they lived today? Psychic and channeler Barry Strom uses his gift of spirit communication to answer these questions and explore all aspects of the hereafter. Have all the information necessary not to fear life's final journey. Tune in to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife with Connie and Barry Strom. Tuesdays at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Welcome back to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife. Have a question for Barry or their guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. Now, back to the show. Okay, everyone, and welcome back. I want to thank you for tuning in. Hopefully, you'll pick the phones up and ask some questions. Uh, I think we're going to have a closing statement from Archangel Azrael. We just uh, spoke with him, and I had to cut him off kind of short. So, Azrael, if you'd like to continue till we get a caller, let's do it. Yes. I want everyone to understand that death is not something to be feared. I want them to know that anything or anyone that lives is going to face a time of passing. There is nothing you can do to avoid death. Now, if you don't believe in God, you probably fear death. If you've accumulated great wealth and not helped others, you know that you've gone against God's wishes. And you know that you're going to be judged for it. You don't have to fear death. We have told you many, many times that your day of passing is the most beautiful time of your life because you will enter the realms. God wants you to know this. God does not want you to fear your time of passing. Live a good life, and you will have nothing to fear. Sometimes they paint me as a black angel. I'm no such thing. 
I am there to make your time of passing a great and wonderful day. Okay, I see we have a phone call, so let's take it and see what Patty from Pennsylvania would like to say. Hey, Patty, you're live. Hi. Hi, how are you doing? Hi. Hello, Patty. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm wonderful. Uh, you got a question for one of the angels? I, I do. So you know it's for the Archangel Azrael because I have a special place in my heart for him. Okay. Um, I actually got the pleasure of seeing him have a conversation with my father when he was passing away, and I really just wanted to thank him for transitioning my father and giving him a, a beautiful ride into heaven, because my father had a hard time believing, and I tried to tell him, and he did come back to me later to prove to me that I was right about how beautiful heaven is. So my question for him is, how does Azrael appear to people? I kind of picture him as a little bit like Charles. Charlton Heston as Moses. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Azrael. Well, I appreciate the comparison to Charlton Heston. He, he is a handsome soul, and I and I did help him pass as well. When when it was your father's time, we were very gentle with him because, as you said, he did not truly believe in us. Yes. We came to him, and we told him that it was his time. And that his parents were waiting for them. And we tried to help him. He did not want to leave. He knew that it would be very hard on on you and your brother, Dave. Yes. He knew that even though the both of you totally understood what the act of passing involved and that both of you had great faith. He hated to leave and we tried our best to make sure that that it went as well as possible for him. And it did. He had, I think, as best passing as possible under those circumstances. Thank you. Okay. Uh, See, we have another call on the line. David. Thank you. Thank you, Barry and Connie. Okay, Patty. Thank you, Patty. Thank you so much for calling. Bye. 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 David. Hello, Barry. Yes. Hello. We made it this week. Hey, we made it finally. Yes, you were trying. I have a question. I saw you were trying. Go ahead. I have, uh, I saw a, a sun dog this year, a sun phenomenon. First one I've ever seen in my life, and it was three days in a row. And I was wondering if that was a sign for what, for me, or if it was for someone else. No, we get those quite common out here in Utah, actually. But uh, let's let uh, let's let Michael tell you. David, you are a man of great faith, and we know that. We have tried to send you a sign. Actually. What you refer to as a sun dog is a, is a vertical rainbow. And we felt that you would be very close to the base of that rainbow and see it. That was God telling you that he understands 
that he understands your true belief in him, and that he sent you that message three days in a row so that there would be no way that you misunderstood. Wow. So, so yes, that is exactly what it was. And we know that you pray to us on a regular basis, and we thank you for that. So, yes, you did see a miracle of God. Wow. Okay. Thank you. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> Thank you for calling in, David. We appreciate it. Yes. I see we have a third call from Gary from Bakersfield, California. Gary? Hello, Gary. Hello, Connie. Um, hey. Very Hi, great show. I'm, 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 I'm in, totally amazed at your abilities. My question is, I, I continue to have health problems, and I pray, and I pray, and I've prayed to Raphael and God and everybody I can think of, and it just seems like nothing ever gets better. It just seems like it continually gets worse, or, or there's more complications or more problems, and I just don't understand why my life plan has to be like that. Okay, let's let Raphael answer that one for you. Gary? Yes. I've heard your words many times in your prayers. I have tried to bring you comfort, but you have come back with a very difficult life plan. You see, when you're over here with us, you're on a very high level. There has never been any, true, any problem with your faith. You are a true believer in God, but it is because of that that you have been given a difficult life plan that will allow you to advance when you return over here with us. You must, you must remain with a strong heart. There will be a time where things will improve for you. You have met your suffering with great strength. You have, you have shown the true faith that we knew you would show when you chose this difficult plan. I wish that there would be more that we could do at this time. In the future, we think that well, we know that things will improve for you. It is a true test of your love of God, how you've stood up to this. Do not, do not give in. Understand that we are always with you. And also understand that this time of suffering is very short in comparison to the time of your soul. I wish that I could do more, but you will find that when you return, all of this time of suffering will certainly be worth what you have been putting up with. 
I hope that that helps. It does. It does. It helps a lot. It's just, uh, it's just, um, it's, it's so great to hear that, that there's a reason for this and it's not just, it's not just, just dumb luck or bad luck. Um, and I'm trying, I'm trying the best I can to, to, to cope and, and to move forward and to have faith. And, um, and I appreciate that. And I appreciate, appreciate what you guys are doing, Barry and Connie. And I appreciate, um, the message that I just got. Yeah, no, that was a real one. It's, uh, that's, that's amazing. Thank you guys so much. Okay, You're so Gary. welcome, Gary. Hey, thank you so much, Gary. Bless you. Yes. Uh, sometimes it's a little bit emotional for me to channel some of these messages as well, and that was one of them. Raphael, would you like to say just a short message here? Yes, I know an incarnate life can be incredibly difficult, and your caller is just an example of what many people go through in their, in their lives. There are many things that test the faith in God, and there are many things over which individuals will have little control in their lives. Just remember that there will be a time that all things, all pain will go away. Remember that there will be a time where you'll return into the realms and you'll find that all of that suffering and pain that you've gone through was truly for a purpose. And you'll find that all will be well at some time in the future. So I just want to tell everybody listening to continue to have faith and understand. Let We will continue to let you know more about what takes place in your life as these times of information continue. So thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> Next week. We're going to be having a live guest on our show, and we're going to be discussing evil energies with the famous exorcist, Reverend Sean Whittington. I've been on Sean's shows many times, and Sean is absolutely the real deal. He's going to be discussing evil energies. He's going to be talking about some of his, of his experiences doing exorcisms, and he's even going to take in a few phone calls. So make a note, call us. This is going to be a very, very unique opportunity for you. Two weeks from tonight, we'll be discussing ghosts with our spirit guides. Uh, we're going to be playing a very amazing ghost box voice that I did back in the old days when we were investigating ghosts. Please call in and tell us a true ghost story about what happened to you. Uh, we may even be able to channel a ghost or two while we're doing this. I currently have nine books on Amazon. Check them out. They're in my name, Barry Strome. The latest is The Message of God for a Modern World. It consists of 60 messages that we channeled on our Wednesday morning podcast, A Weekly Message from Jesus. It makes a wonderful devotional and a great gift for a friend. The book's available in soft cover and as an ebook. Signed copies are only available on my website, barrystrome.com. I'd like to thank all of you for joining us on the Voice America Variety Radio Network today. 
If you'd like to see more of our channelings, we have, as Barry said, over 360 videos on our YouTube channel. It's in the name of Barry Strom. Okay. I'd also like to thank you for listening. Please tell your friends about our show and join us each Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. on the Voice America Variety Radio Network. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife with Connie and Barry Strom. Tune in next week for another informative and inspiring episode on the Voice America Variety Channel at 9 a.m. Pacific Time. 